Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA Show or the Ike MMA, MMA Podcast, whichever one you prefer. And I'm joined in the studio by a very new guest, Mr. Liam Patel, Muay Thai Kickbox. I mean, looking at and looking at your records, um, God, it's uh, you told me 13 wins and just one loss. I mean, I don't know why I'm not hearing a lot more about you. <laughs> That's bloody impressive. That's really, really good. But look, Liam, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. It's a it's a pleasure to be invited on the show by you. Watched uh watched some of your videos and listened to a couple of your podcasts before and stuff. Like Mom and Nathan Benden and stuff as well. Yeah, man, it's uh so yeah, it's a pleasure to be invited on the show. Thank, thank you. you, thank you. You saw you saw the interview with Nathan Benden. I did. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um. Well, I I always finish any podcast or interview that I've done with any fighter or anyone affiliated with combat sports, and I always feel God. What what did I do in that interview that could have done a lot better? Because I always feel somewhat awkward and and. <laughs> somewhat nah, bro, you yeah. seem fine. Like you, you seem, you seem, yeah, man. It, it was all good. There was nothing I really. I don't. I don't think there was any any moment during the interview I thought, oh, like, you you could have done better. I mean, I probably wouldn't be the best person to ask. You know, I'm I'm not really. I'm I've never given an interview myself. You know, but um, for me, everything looks everything looks pretty good. I think just keep what you keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, it seems like it comes from comes from a passion and a place of love so i think uh all it is is just time to you keep blowing up that's the way i see it anyway thank you very much thank you i i appreciate that a lot um so i could go online and see some some information about your backstory and who you are where you come from mm. but there's nothing nothing that really compares and asking the individual themselves mm. so I, I just want to ask you know liam patel you know Tell us, just can you um uh, tell me about a bit a bit about yourself and you know, um where the story started for you? So um, oof, there's a there's a few points I could say to be fair, but I suppose most notable was that like I wasn't, I guess just going back to school really. Um, I just didn't, I, I just wasn't really like I was a pretty average kid in school. I got decent grades and stuff, but I wasn't particularly sporty. In fact, I was probably I was like top three worst in my year at. Uh, athletics so like if someone said to me when I was I don't know like between the ages of 11 12 and 16 that this is what I'd be doing right now I, I would have just laughed in their face um so but I knew everything I didn't want to do like that's what for me that's what school taught me school taught me exactly what I didn't want to do but I left school having no idea what um what I wanted to go into you know like I still I was still figuring it all out um I went to uni, tried uni for two terms, two free terms. Um, I was doing like occupational psychology, like why I chose. It sounded interesting when I read it out of the choices <laughs> that were available to me. It yeah. sounded pretty interesting. But um, when I got there, I knew from the first day, I knew from the first day that, yeah, this is not for me. But I was, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to at least be given a chance to even try it. You know, like so many people don't even have the option to try try going to university sure. so i kind of felt like obligated to try it just to my, just because my parents never had the opportunity given to them you know so um, i tried it hated it knew from day one i didn't want to do it um left uni got into an argument with my parents i was a i was a bit of a little shit back then as well to be fair i was a bit i was probably the re bit rebellious um um yeah 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 kind of uh, yeah that's it got kicked out of my house for a few months after after I left uni, I was just kind of going down the wrong path, like just getting into getting into trouble and just um 
just yeah just being in the wrong place at like the wrong time and stuff you know and um i just joined a gym i was like you know what i need to just like i got it got to a point where i just needed to sort my shit out and like i think the, the group of friends i was hanging around with at the time we all kind of felt the same way about our life so we we're just like we at this moment in time we were all just like yeah we all need to sort our shit out you know and for me i was like you know what it's just gonna start by by um looking good and feeling better about myself so i joined uh joined gym box that's um that's where i train with my team team two that's sure. the team i fight out of and um i remember like getting a tour uh, i think it might have been even i think it was an evening like a tuesday evening and um it was like tuesday class was like one of the main classes it was gym box in stratford and uh, my first coach and another one of the old fighters on our team he's he doesn't he doesn't train or fight anymore but he was uh he had like a wicked style like really wicked style his name's tai tai huang and them two were hitting pads and I could hear the sound of the pads being kicked before I got in the room. And I was like, what? I was like, what's, what's making this sound? Like, what is this? Like, what's this bang? Got in and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So uh, this, so this is, uh, I was like, what's this? It's like, I be might I here? And I was like, I've never, I'd never heard of it before. You know, I'd never heard of it at all. I used to do when I was like seven, I think I used to do like Tang Sudo, which is kind of like that semi-contact kind of, karate kind of style you know what i mean quite bouncy yeah. but um but yeah one between that after i finished that i think i did that for a few years and after i finished that i wasn't really sporty at all so when i found muay thai i was like oh wow this is yeah this is more more up my alley you know i was like i like it i just thought i'll just give it a try just to get fit get into shape you know like um build discipline and um yeah and i just i just wanted to see how it goes i, I never thought when i first started like it wasn't kind of like a love at first sight, like, oh yeah, like my type, this is what I'm gonna do. You know, it took me like I was trying every I was trying a few different combat sports. I was trying boxing, trying MMA, trying Brazilian jiu-jitsu, got one got one strap on my white belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But after nine months of training, after nine months of training, I just I just kind of fell in love with my type the most. And um I think for my build, like my legs are super long, my arms are long, like the, my build just kind of suits Thai boxing as well, you know? There's two things that you said that I can really relate to. The first mm. one is when you, when you mentioned about um where your early, early stages, early beginnings, mm. that school taught everything that you didn't want to do. Yeah. And um, I have realised myself that the older you get, everything mm. you've been told in school, not just school, yeah. but right up to university level, 90 yeah. percent of the stuff you've been taught even the stuff yeah. that's in the textbook you find yeah. that actually it's just a lie yeah it, oh 100 100 it, honestly like it, it just makes i kind of realized i feel like i realized from quite from from about 12 years old that i knew i wasn't going to be going down the academic route you know i wasn't a bad i wasn't a bad kid in school like i, I did decent in my gcse's and stuff but i just knew that deep down i knew that this isn't the route that I was gonna go down, you know. But like, what twelve year old? What twelve year old's gonna? Like, what adults gonna listen to a twelve year old? Tell them yeah, oh, what they course, what yeah. they don't want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I was probably questioning questioning my own beliefs and stuff back then. Hell, I don't even know if I had many beliefs back then, mm -hmm. you know. But I just I think deep down, in hindsight, deep down, I knew that yeah, I wasn't going down that route. No. So it was really at um uh, when you started training at Gym Box and you joined at the uh. That, that Muay Thai um, yeah. team that, that's where the your love of the sport started really yeah yeah definitely definitely so 
when I joined Gymbox, um, I was just joining the members classes, you know, I wasn't a uh, part of the fight team or anything like that. It wasn't okay. kind of like, oh yeah, you join up to say, yeah, I want to fight and stuff. No, you start off in the members classes and then um, my coach, my first coach, Carlton, Carlton Liu, wicked, wicked fighter. If you haven't, if you haven't watched him, then you got, you got to watch him. Like wicked. He was like my first inspiration, my first inspiration in the sport, you know, um, and he, he just said, just enjoy it. He was like, just, just keep enjoying it. I was quite, I think after a couple of months, I was quite eager. I was coming to sparring and I was seeing people spar. And I remember, I remember Carlton was asking one time, he was like, oh, like, does anyone want to, I think they, someone must have pulled out from a fight or something. Doesn't he? he was like, oh, does anyone want to fight? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and, and like, I, would, I definitely, I wasn't ready at all. You know what I mean? I hadn't even had an interclub or anything yet. But, uh, and I remember just like Carlton just saying, yeah, bro, just, just, just enjoy it. Just enjoy training for now. Because when training gets hard, fights get harder and harder. There are days where you don't enjoy training. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. You know, like I enjoy improving. You know, I enjoy improving. But some days you're like, oh, I don't enjoy training today. You get beaten up or like you've been working on something for a while and it's just not clicking yet. Yes, you know, and yes, you, yeah. I, I get frustrated. I get frustrated with myself easily because I can be a bit of I can be a bit of a perfectionist sometimes. You know, I want mm. and sometimes sometimes yeah. too much. Sometimes too much is something I'm having to kind of like unlearn a little bit. You know, and just kind of, just kind of focus on just imp- trying to improve day by day. Was it that when you started the voice, what, yeah. what one of the things that got you really hooked on it was, um, did they feel very therapeutic? Coming to hair back, whether you're punching or yeah. kicking, yeah. like, as in the stress, maybe someone's just been annoying you during that day yeah. or during that week, and you've got a way of venting it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, not even I think I I know yeah for a fact that like when you when you connect yeah. like a kick on the pads and you just hear the you hear <laughs> the, the smack and it, and it, and it feels and it feels good that was the first thing i think that was the yeah. first thing that got me hooked and i've got quite an addictive personality anyway so one if i really like something i want to do it all the time sure you know what i mean uh, yeah. like so that's 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 kind of just how i am like i i'd, I'd rather i don't i'd rather not put i'd rather put all my eggs in one basket you know what i mean i'd rather be like there's no there is no plan b there, there's just plan A. I'd rather not spread myself, spread yeah, yeah. myself too thin. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I get you are certain. This is, this is definitely for you. This is in your blood. Yeah, Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I guess in a, I guess in a way, yeah, you could, you could kind of say that. I think a lot of people don't understand it. People are like, oh, like, yeah, what are you gonna do once you finish fighting, and what are you gonna, like, are you gonna, what are you gonna go into after that and stuff? And like, yeah. It's, it's not that I don't think about these kind of things, but I just I just don't want to finish finish my career fighting and think go back and think, oh, what if I what if I did this or what if I did that? You know, like whether whether I become a world champion or whether I get to UK number one or mate, it could happen, maybe it won't happen. Who knows? You know, but but um but yeah, I just wanna just keep improving day by day really. Just uh, just just make sure that when I do finish and I do hang up hang up the gloves, I can look back and be like, I want to look back and be like, I was my favorite fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's what I that's what yes, I'd love yeah. to that's what I'd love to be able to say. Like, I'd love to be able to watch myself and be like, raw, like that guy yes, was yeah. that guy was that guy was wicked. Like that guy could barely be hit. You know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah, like no, every course. so many people tried to hit that guy and like he could be he was just making everyone miss. You know. Going into into more time, I mean, there's not as as brutal as say mixed martial arts or even boxing because of mm. you know your head is vulnerable to being to yeah being injured and attacks. 
Um, they were not concerned about your health at all from family. I mean, I always nah, ask. Um, um, when I, oh, I think my mum, my mum always gets a bit scared and stuff when I fight. You know, sometimes my girlfriend gets a little bit, a uh, little bit nervous as well. But me personally, I don't really have any health concerns when I fight. I think I'm, I'm quite lucky. Like the team I fight out of, our head coach teaches us to fight smart. You know what I mean? That's that's what yes, that's yeah. that's what my that's how my coaches have taught me. Fight smart. You know, fight with your like yeah, use your use your brain. That's one that's one saying. Like, oh just use use your brain. You know, you don't need to if you don't I, I personally I don't I won't take damage if I don't need to. You know, I don't care what people say about my style if people think I'm running or whatever they say, at the end of the day, I just do what I need to do to win. No more, no less. That's it. Yeah. You know, why, on top of the fact that, why are you going to show all your cards if you don't need to? If you can fight a certain way and keep winning, doesn't mean you're not training or, or improving in other areas. But when you fight, everyone's watching, right? Especially when you get to a high level, people want to suss you out. People want to people want to figure out how to beat you. People want to yes, knock you yeah. out. People want to knock me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why, so why am I going to show all my cards in a, in a single fight? If I don't need to, if I can edge a win and do it fighting a fighting a certain way and not having to show anything else I've been working on, then I'll do it. You know. Of course, I can't um, uh, forget to ask you about your recent win against. Um, gonna, let me get the name correctly. Corey, back at, Cor yes, Cor Corey, Corey Chessel. Chessel. Ch yeah, 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 back at yeah, the um, MTGP Road to One Championship back in yeah. November. Yeah. Um. I've asked uh, quite a few other people um, who are mm. affiliated with, with the combat sports, but it's more of the mixed yeah. martial arts side of things. These kicks, these high kicks, um, head kicks, how yeah. do you do them without falling backwards, you know, losing your balance? Because that's uh, how I you mean... do it properly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like, my head kick needs work. <laughs> are you sure? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, no, trust me. Like, my head kick. Like, till I'm, till I'm stopping people with my head kicks or... Yeah, till I, I, that's that's the way I see it anyway. Till I'm stopping people with head kicks, mm -hmm. then my head kick's gonna need then my head kick is gonna need work. Like you look at guys like Superbon and um like Superbon, Superleg. There's another fighter called Compatac. He trains out of Simbi Mai Tai. These are all tires, obviously. These are all tires. But um these guys are like dropping people with their head kicks, you know. I can kick high, I can kick high really easily and I can kick quite fast. Sure. But I, I still want that. I still I still need to develop that kind of oomph, that like more power based, more power based side to my head kicks as well, you know. But um I I can kick I can kick with a lot of volume really easily, you know. And uh, I think I don't know if that's something that just comes natural to me. I don't know if it's something that maybe came from doing that kind of point style karate when I was a lot younger. Um I'm no I'm not totally sure, you know. But all I know is that that's a it's a good skill to it's a good skill to have because Corey, like Corey was Corey was pretty strong. You know, he came he usually fights at 61 and uh he came down to 59. Like I, I know I know I don't really cut a lot of weight in comparison to like most of my opponents. So I knew him coming down and um and uh and me like I not usually cutting a lot of weight. My opponent's usually gonna have a little bit more muscle mass or they're usually gonna be a little bit bigger than me. We were both the same height. Um, yeah, I saw that. But yeah, the, I saw, I, I, the I, ring. I could, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see at the weigh-in that um, 
he was uh he was quite dense, you know. And I know like the Jimmy trains out of and his uh his coaches, um, both like both lovely guys as well, Dan McGowan and uh, Simon Forrest. I know they'd make sure he trains hard for it, you know what I mean. So I knew I knew it wasn't going to be an easy fight. I knew I'd I'd I knew that he'd make me work more than uh more than most others have been able to make me work. Also, like the height, I think the height. Like I'm not I'm not always used to fighting people my height, but um, but knowing I think that win, knowing that I can still make my opponents miss and uh, who who are similar height to me and stuff, and still be light on my feet and still make them miss most of their kicks and like not really let them do the game plan that they're trying to do on me. It was a, was a small win and was a small win in my book, but I definitely think that fight highlighted thing, other things are other things I need to work on. You know, like I think many of my fights I've been able to get away with kicking and moving um, and making the fight like quite easy for myself, which is, which in my opinion is a good thing. You know what I mean? Like regardless of what, regardless of what anyone else says, but obviously, like the the higher level you go, the harder fight, the harder fights get. It's not just as going to be as simple as kicking and moving. Like, although I do say for me, like if if my opponent's stronger than me, um, hits harder than me, better in the clinch than me, whatever it is. If if I'm faster on my feet than you are, and you can't and you can't catch me, it don't matter if you're stronger than me. You know what I mean? If my foot, if if I can get out of the way. And my footwork's better than my footwork's better than yours, then cool. You can be stronger than me. <laughs> you can be a better clincher than me. Try try and catch me first. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Jerry, Tom, it's that Tom and Jerry, right? Jerry, Jerry usually wins the battle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you you say that the fight shows yeah. you there's a lot of things you need to work on. Yeah, yeah. Mm, not not to discredit what you're saying, but yeah, you. Most people say, well, what do you really have to work on? Okay, well, this is yeah. my opinion anyway. People can disagree with me if they wish, if they want to. Yeah. But you won the fight, which speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah. Yeah, and, and me, I don't, like, I, I got a split decision in that fight. But when I watch it back, in my opinion, I don't even think it was split decision. Like, uh, I spoke to a couple, I spoke to a couple other people about it as well. And they, uh, they didn't think it was split decision either, you know. Um, yeah, I, I did what I needed to do to get the job done. Mm. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. Corey, Corey was strong, started well in round one. Um, I wanted to try and suss him out in round one. Towards the second half of round one, I'd say I started to come back, but he caught me with a good elbow at the end of the round. Um, I didn't really feel rocked by it, but when I watched the video back, you can see like I stumbled a bit or lost my foot in a bit. So obviously it must have been a pretty effective elbow. Um, so you could say, yeah, he took that round. And then round two and three, in my like, in my opinion, I can I can see I just outworked him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you one, I was I think I might have kicked like three times for every single kick that he that he landed. You know what I mean? So it's like the the multitude, the accumulation, the volume. I think that's what got me the win in that fight. But I know I can fight better than that. You know what I mean? I know I can fight. I know I can fight better than that. You still believe personally within yourself, your your personal opinion, that mm. that even then that even then even though you won that fight, yeah, and even when people look at that fight, they look at your fight yeah. record, yeah, you still believe that still that wasn't your best performance in your personal yeah. opinion. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, I can see like a lot of uh, I can see things I've trained kind of start to come into 
kind of start to come into play a little bit, mm-hmm. especially in like the third round and stuff. Like most people don't really, I didn't use my hands a lot. I don't really use my boxing a lot, but I think uh, he was surprised when I did use my boxing in, in round three because people just know me as the guy who likes to kick and lean back and move. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm good at. That's sure. what I think that's what people, that's when people think, oh yeah, Liam, yeah, oh, he kicks and he moves and he, he's got a good lean back. You know what I mean, but um, I'm always I'm always trying to add new tools to the game, and, uh, and my head coach, my head coach always uh instills instills in me, and I'd say instills in my teammates that we have to be, you got to keep him, you got to keep adding new tools to the game, you know, because it's not just about being good at a UK level, you know what I mean, like there's you like um UK level is level one, you know that's the way that's yeah. the way I see it. You got European level. And then you got world level. Yeah. And then you got the top 10%, top mm-hmm. to yeah, top 10% in that world level. So UK level is just just level one. You know what I mean? I've still got I've still got a long, long way to go. You know. Okay, you started out in in, in Muay Thai. Yeah. You've got a really, really good, really good uh, fight record. You still got a, um a lot of fights ahead of you. Yeah. With that fight record, and if you if it you know if it stays that way, that you mm. keep you keep bringing the wind, yeah. Would you like to stay in Muay Thai? Would you like to branch out to the other um uh, sports, mixed martial arts, boxing, or um BJJ? But I think the main one, the reigning one at the moment, probably yeah. is mixed martial arts. I mean, would you be happy staying Muay Thai? Would you well, like to test the water? Oh yeah, I'd, 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 I'd stay Muay Thai, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I just don't have, I just don't have the passion for anything else. Mm. Like I don't, I can, I enjoy watching MMA a little bit, but even then, it's only like only highlight clips. Like, uh, boxing, I'm like, I'm a kicker. <laughs> you know, you know what I yeah, mean. Like, yeah. I, I like, I like, I like kicks. I like knees. I like elbows. Like. They're, they're they're the things I like about Muay Thai the most, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So boxing does doesn't make sense for me. I just I just think if you really if if you're gonna go if you're gonna try and be top level in something, you you have to you have to love it. You know what I mean. Or you have to be either that or you have to be obsessed enough with it yes. to try and go all the way. You know because if you don't love it, you can be obsessed. You can still kind of conjure up an obsession with it to take you all the way but mma boxing bjj i don't love it nor nor do i nor am i obsessed with them, any of them you know i i just love muay thai like fighting is just fighting for me is just a part of loving muay thai yeah you know yeah. i love i love muay thai too much not to fight not to show not to try and improve and not to try and like uh showcase my skills and but I love it too much not to see what kind of fighter I can uh, I can become, you know. So, diving a little bit deeper, um, I was going to ask about making weights, cutting weight, and all those things. Yeah. But if we take just a basic um scenario, like you now um beat um, uh, Corey, isn't it? Corey Corey Chettle. Corey Corey Chettle. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that Irish? No, 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 no. He's, he's he's from uh he's from England. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. As far as I know, anyway. Yeah, he's from he's from uh he's from England. So a fight like that one, um, mm-hmm. just you yourself as a Muay Thai and um, kickboxer, how do you go preparing for the fight? As in, how do you go about making weight, your diet, mm-hmm. and how do your overall fight camp? What would it look like? So, 
Okay, so diet and nutrition, I leave that to a guy called Peter Miller. He's um Instagram name's Condition Nutrition. I have to go, good to shout him out. He's uh helped me a lot. Um, I've never really had a problem with making weight. My metabolism is super fast anyway, but it's nice to have. I I like to have everything as calculated as possible if I can. You know, I mean, obviously, the, yeah, there's things, certain things you can't control during fight camp, but like nutrition and stuff when it comes to making weight. Uh, I mean, now I'm at a stage where I know what I need to eat at points of the week and stuff. You know, I've been with Peter enough to know, to not have to like, to not need his, to not need him all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I might go, I might be with Peter maybe the last like three, four weeks, the last month maybe, or the last three weeks, just to make sure everything's running smoothly. But up until, up until then, I can, um, I'm pretty good at sorting stuff out myself. And, um, but yeah, in terms of my routine, when I'm when I'm training for when I'm training for a fight, I'll usually have strength and conditioning Monday morning, Wednesday morning, and Friday morning, and then I'll hit maybe like ten to fifteen rounds of pads straight after strength and conditioning with one of my coaches, Stephen Stephen Two. He's uh he's like one of my one of my pad men, one of my coaches, and then I'll go I'll go to work. I have a client or a class, and then I'll come back to training from two till four sometimes two till four thirty for my main session. So I, I double up I usually double up in the morning when I got strength and conditioning. SNC Muay Thai, break, work, whatever I need to do. Then I'll go back to training in the afternoon and then I'll go work in the evening. You know, and that will that's usually Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And then um um Tuesday and Tuesday and Thursday, they're our main sparring days. So I'll come in, in the morning I usually train with I usually train with Steve. Um, I'll do like another ten to fifty. I'll do ten to fifteen rounds of pads, five round shadow, five rounds bag work, and um, then I'll go go back go to work, come back in the afternoon for sparring. When it gets closer to a fight time, we usually hit like five rounds of pads, three to five rounds of pads after sparring as well. On top of clinching, about half an hour, half an hour every day usually. Um, the regime changes up depending on what our head coach thinks we need. We all need to work on the most, but that's kind of like a rough. That's kind of like a rough guide, you know. And then when I'm not feeling like too too shattered, sometimes I'll just do. I'll just play around and have a little play on the bag in the evening, or or shadow boxing in the evening before I uh, before I have before I teach class. Because five rounds of shadow boxing is only fifteen minutes if you're doing three minute rounds. Yeah. You know. So sometimes if I got fifteen minutes, if I get to eat food, get to work not feeling too battered i'll just do 15 minutes of shadow boxing before i start teaching you know what i mean just just to get in just to get in it's a couple extra rounds so, mm. you know you didn't mention yeah. that you teach as well so you coach yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so i co- so i coach as well yeah we, i coach um oh. coach I, I coach at a gym in um i coach at a gym in a uh, knightsbridge called box centric it's like a it's a it's a studio that focuses on like small group classes knightsbridge so in london like, yeah 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 knightsbridge in london why have I, I know the area well. I mean, I worked yeah. there, passed through there. Yeah. Why haven't I seen that place? Or you know, it's, it's new. It's it's only been open a year, and I think they've. I think the marketing's only just come into play recently as well. I see. Okay. Oh yeah, they focus on like small group classes between six and ten people, okay. so you get a bit more of a personal kind of a. It's it's hard to, it's hard to correct people when you got like twenty plus people in a class. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't give all your attention to everyone. Sure. You know, but when you've got six to ten people, you can kind of you can kind of look at and tell people when they're doing certain things wrong or when their body mechanics aren't right, when they're kicking, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
So your last fight was what November last year. Yeah. When can we be seeing your fights again? I mean, I've not been keeping close mm-hmm. track on it, on it, but the MTGP um uh, Road mm-hmm. to One Championship, I yeah. think we're still we're yet to um as it sees at the semifinals or the finals. Yeah, yeah, I think um I think it's the nice no, the finals. I think yeah, it's the no, finals. No, it's that's, finals now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the finals actually. I think it's the finals that's next. I think it's yeah, I think it's Nathan Benden and uh Craig Coakley in the final. I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because Nathan, yeah, Nathan, yeah, no, beat, yeah. Nathan beat George, uh, yes, and Craig beat Natty. So yeah, it's the final now. <laughs> but yourself, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know who I got. I don't, I don't even know who I got for that fight. It's, it's a tough one. It's, I think yeah. it's about who. It's going to be about whoever's better on the day. Both of them have uh, been around for a while. Both of them are really hungry. Um, yeah, I think whoever's whoever's whoever can get into a flow state better, or whoever mm-hmm. can get into a flow state quicker on the day, that'll be the person who takes the fight. But you yourself, when can we see yeah. you fight again? So I'll be on April fifteenth. So that'll probably be when the final is. I think April fifteenth in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be my time on my time Grand Prix. But as that date, as in have MTGP, as in made it official, will be that day because I don't think I've seen anything like that online. Uh, I think and, and, I, I think, it, the day, I think I mean. it's gonna be the what the fifteenth. Yeah, I mean, I've I know who is gonna be yeah. fighting the finals, but yeah. the actual day where it's gonna be, when it's gonna be, and all those. I don't know like. where I don't know where it's gonna be, but I know it's gonna be. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on the fifteenth of April, okay. or around or or some some point in April. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, any idea who your opponent's going to be? Honestly, I've honestly, I actually have no idea. <laughs> wow! I just kind of, okay. I just kind of leave. I just kind of trust my coach to, to get me the right people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the right fights. Um, I never really ask my. I ne- I've never. I don't think I've ever asked my coach. Oh yeah, I want to fight. I want to fight this person, or I want to fight this person. I think the one person, yeah, the one person who I wanted to fight who beat. And mainly just because he beat a few of my teammates was Jono was Jono Chip Chase, and I think that I think but I knew uh, I I had to wait a little while I had to train up really hard for that fight, so um but yeah it happened got the win, but yeah I think that's the only time where I've ever where, where I've ever been like yeah there's a that that's who I that's who I, I'd like to fight this person at some point, you know I just let my coach I let my coach do the matchmaking, and all I got to do is sharp and train. Look um. A bad habit of mine is that I always end up doing these interviews so, so, so late. That's um, all good. Before we That's wrap up, is there yeah. anyone, um, family, friends, or any, anyone affiliated with your training or, you know, more time that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, there's, 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 too, there's too many people, but obviously I have to shout out. I have to shout out my team, Team 2, um, my head coach, my coaches, Philip, Matty, um, David, um, my first coach, Carlton, he was uh he was the first person who uh who proper believed in me and said I could go said I could go all the way if I wanted to. Um Wicked Fighter, like out of every I think out of everyone on the team who I enjoy watching the most, he was always the one where like this the word, yeah, he was wicked, wicked fighter, you know. And I think everyone on the team, like everyone on the team are kinda you, you kinda take certain characteristics or you look at certain things that they're really good at and you kind of just like take it and make it your own, you know? So I think everyone, there's, there's not one person on my team who I'm not inspired by in, in one one way or another. You know what I mean? 
you know, you never forget those who are actually by your side from the very beginning. Yeah. 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 yeah I know yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. you mean. Yeah. 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 I'm not 100%. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you, if you stay with us till the end, Liam, thank you so much for coming on and apologies thank once you. again for keeping you waiting for so long. Ah, it's all good. Don't worry. It's all good. It's good Guys, chat. we. Guys, if you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to hit the like button and don't forget to subscribe. You can also catch the episodes on all the audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and on Google Podcast. Mm-hmm. Liam, once again, thank you and have a good night. Thank you, bro. Thank you very Peace. much, man. Take care. Take care. Thanks See for having ya. me on.